I never been first goalie, uh, seriously. But uh, you know, I'm ready for the next level right now. Uh, this is an important season for me. I will, I will ready for the start of the season. Yeah. Crazy, right? Ilya Samsonov has never been a number one goalie. Not in the KHL, not when he was a youth. Finally, now he is when the Washington Capitals are at Stanley Cup or bust. That is wild. What's up, Caps fans? Welcome to the Capital Building Podcast on my YouTube channel. Download and subscribe. Leave a rating, write a review on the actual podcast page. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. You get all the best content and the most in-depth podcast about your Caps team anywhere. I'm your host, Rob Carlin. So Ilya Samsonov is the number one goalie, and we're hearing for him for the first time since that freak injury on an RVF back home in Russia before the playoffs ever started. Remember, he missed the entire bubble because of the injury to his neck and shoulder. So obviously, as he was made available to the media, it was the first question he's asked. And Samsonov says he is doing just fine. I feel good, much, much better than uh, six months ago. My neck is feeling uh, more better, you know, more power for my shoulders too. I have a hard rehab. Uh, I've been here all the time, six months with my wifey. I was have a good rehab and uh, feel better. Thank you so much. With Samsonov as the undisputed number one goalie, and let's be honest, he is undisputed. No one's going to challenge him for that starting role unless he loses that position, and that includes Craig Anderson, who's had a really good career. I almost said brilliant. He hasn't had a brilliant career, but he's had a very productive career as a starting goalie, most recently with the Ottawa Senators. They brought him in on a tryout offer, so nothing's guaranteed there. We assume that Vitek Vanacek is going to be the backup. Then it becomes either Phoenix Copley or Craig Anderson, unless Anderson's so good and Vanacek shows that he's not ready. Either way, though, Peter Laviolette and the Caps brass brought Craig Anderson in for a reason, to see what he's got and to push the other guys, and that's exactly what the plan is now. You know, before we signed Craig, there's conversations with our goalies about, you know, after Henrik was here and then Henrik wasn't going to be here, there's conversations that go on with people. And, you know, we made a decision to start with uh, um, a couple guys uh, in our group. Uh, Craig will get a look. Um, I thought Copley had a real good practice yesterday. Um, so there, there's nothing set in stone. Um, again, it goes back to uh, the coaches are out there for both practices. Uh, we're noticing people that, um, are doing the right things and having good practices. The scrimmages, there's two scrimmages coming up. We'll get a chance to evaluate there um, and then continue to make decisions. So we'll see how this all shakes out. Those scrimmages obviously are going to become very, very important to all the goalies. The Caps team, a very veteran team, is still getting accustomed to Peter Laviolette's training camp in day two, day one. A lot of business. They were out there, as we heard from Nicholas Backstrom 
and uh, John Carlson. They were out there for a long time. It was a hard practice on day one, a little more fun in day two, because remember, this is a veteran crew, meaning they've been through a lot of these, so they know when the right time is to have a little bit of fun, and they did apparently in day two, but TJ Oshie and Brendan Dillon do see that this head coach went on the ice means business. He's um, you know, very, uh, very straightforward and direct with how he wants the drills to be ran and how our systems look and where he wants guys on the ice. And, um, you know, it's, it's something new for uh, a lot of us. And uh, I think the guys are taking it pretty well and trying to, to learn and, and um, you know, be in those right areas at the right times and, and get a little uh, compete and battle in our game. Yeah, I, I think uh, kind of getting to know Lavi systems here the, the first couple of days, um, you know, using our using our feet a lot, especially for the defensemen, um, defensively and offensively, joining the, the play, kind of giving the forwards an extra out. And uh, I think from playing against him and his systems in Nashville, they're um, always a hard team to play against, always a hard team to defend against, because when uh, when all five players are part of the rush and, and part of the offense, it's uh, it's just tougher and tougher. And I think especially with the, the back end makeup that we have, all of us can join and use our feet and be able to, to be part of that. So um, I think so far it's been awesome, um, really high paced, uh, intense practices and a lot of fun. Yesterday definitely was... Um the just our first reps doing uh some of the new systems and (laughs) sometimes then and you know we were i think trying to be ultra focused so that we could uh you know get these things quickly so that we can instead of being in the learning stage be um you know get to the stage where it it comes naturally and we can play a little bit faster um but today i think uh you know guys are trying to pick it up and we had a couple competition games today and um you know, when, when I think when Ton scored, that might've been to, uh, for their team not to skate, or maybe he tied it up. So we, we were going to have a little skate at the end, but, uh, no, I mean, we're having fun. We love coming to the rink and, and, and practicing and, and learning and, and working hard and battling. While the goaltending situation has to get worked out, the one nice luxury this Capitals team has and has had, and will continue to have for years to come is right down the middle. And they always talk about goaltending and centers are the key to building a franchise. The Caps have Backstrom, uh, Kuznetsov, Evgeny Kuznetsov, as well as Lars Eller, all locked up for three more years. And then you throw in Nick Dow, that's four good centers, but three locked up for uh, long term. And that is a luxury that Peter Laviolette is very happy to have. You know, I can tell you just from past experiences and when, when you have the pieces down the middle, it's an important part of the game. Um, you know, players that control the middle of the ice can control a face-off circle, um, have the vision um, to play center, have the, the wherewithal to play good defense, um, the ability to create, the ability to score, um, to have three guys down the middle like that um, inside of the role that you're talking about, because I feel like we have four good centermen, but yeah. inside of the role that you're talking about, I, 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 I'm excited to work with these guys. It is, it is an important position um, to be able to be strong down the middle. And so to have these three guys to work with is, um, I think, a real positive for our group. Yeah, it, it definitely is is a luxury. I think something that we take for granted until something like, you know, Nick and a concussion in the bubble, until something like that happens, you really kind of take for granted having um, just three really solid centermen um, that are able to really move up and down and have different, four, different wingers come with each group. 
Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely um, one of the strengths of our team, I think. And um, just something that I think makes it harder for us to defend. I mean, all three guys are, are good at faceoffs. All three guys can play in the D zone, play in the O zone. All three play on the power play for the most part. Um, so it's, uh, you know, definitely a strength of our team and something that, um, you know, we need to take advantage of going, going forward here, having all three locked up for the next three years. Hey everyone. I want to tell you about blue wire hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast at blue wire hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box. Check out this. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join laviolette is here because of the playoff failure and it was a total playoff collapse and failure against the islanders in the bubble and that ultimately cost todd reardon his job remember though the season started out historically good for the cap so that's still in there with this core group oshi knows they need to get back to that style of hockey quickly uh i think competitiveness and kind of that fire in the game where um when we have the puck we're we're not letting it go. And when we do, we're going to get it back right away with, with uh, by, by any means necessary. I think when we're at our best, um, we're not losing battles in the corner. We're not turning pucks over or, um, you know, losing little, little battles in the, in the neutral zone or in front of the net, in front of each net. Um, so I think for us to get where we want to go, um, there's obviously new systems that are going to be in place that are going to help us do that. But uh, our compete level has to be uh, a lot higher than it was in the bubble. And we got, you know, we had a little break to, to have guys that are back to think about it. we got some new guys coming in that, uh, you know, want to make an impression on their new teammates and their new coach, uh, new organization. So, uh, you know, we got no excuses to, to not come out of the gates firing here. Brendan Dillon is a guy who could actually help in the department of being a more physical team, winning those important battles, whether it's in the corner or in front of the net. That's a style that's gotten him very far in this game. Well, I think that's that's a staple of my game. That's that's always going to be first and foremost is being hard to play against. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm continuing every year, uh, as I talked about with the great defensemen I've been fortunate to play with over the years, um, just kind of learning always how I can add to my game. And, you know, defending with my stick, using my feet to, to keep up. And, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in, in, in playing hard to get put being hard to play against and, and playing physical using my size, these types of things. But um, uh, I think for us, we're, we're learning how to defend as a, as a five-man unit. And, and I think for, for Zidane coming in, we've, we've got a lot of offense on the back with, with John and 
and Orlov and, and obviously Schultz. So um, I think being able to add that element as well, um, you know, the best defense is to, to play offense. So the, the least amount of time we could spend in the D zone will be better. But um, when we definitely do get a chance to be hard on their skill and, and other teams' top lines, um, I'm looking forward to it. One of the most interesting things to come out of day one was seeing John Carlson paired with Dmitry Orlov and Peter Laviolette said that will at least be for the early part of training camp and at least maybe even through those scrimmages to see what they look like together. That means the second pair is Brendan Dillon and Justin Schultz who know each other and seem to complement each other pretty well. Schultz more of a stay-at-home physical defenseman. Justin Schultz wants to chip forward. Although Dylan says that is part of his game as well. So they will see how well they work together. And Dylan thinks it is a match that could work very well. I think for the both of us, he's a really gifted offensive player, a uh, guy who likes to move the puck. And I, I think for both of us, we can we can skate and use our feet. So for for the things we're kind of getting used to and, and implementing for, for the defense, um, it's been good. And I think through the first couple of days of camp, um, feeling more and more comfortable, whether that's on – um, you know, the defensive breakouts or getting to know each other's tendencies up the ice. So uh, I feel every day we're, we're getting more and more comfortable. And if that's how we, we go for the start of the year, I'm excited about it for sure. Maybe other than the goaltending situation, the most, uh, the biggest battle that will go on is going to be for the wings on the third line. To open camp, Connor Sherry on one side, Richard Ponick on the right wing side of that third line. Sherry, obviously another in the late line, latest line of bringing in players with a winning pedigree from the Pittsburgh Penguins. And so far early in camp, Laviolette likes what he sees, but that battle for the third line is still wide open. Well, he brings speed. I mean, he's, he's had success in the past, and he brings speed to the lineup. Um, he's produced offense before. Um, responsible player, reliable player. I think when it comes to that, we're going to, um, you know, you're right. There is a spot there that could be had for somebody. And so we're going to look at all the options that are available. We have to start a certain way. And, you know, we made a decision in camp to start with the guys that have been in the NHL before and have, have played here. We do have scrimmages. Um, we are working with uh, the other group as well. I thought that the second group yesterday had a really good practice. There was a lot of guys that I think popped out. I'm not going to name them, but there were some guys that I thought popped out in a real positive way. And, um, we're going to scrimmage here eventually, and we'll get a look at those players. I think you'll see some players, not a lot, but you'll see a little bit of movement where we bring some guys possibly down into the morning group uh, and give them an opportunity. And then again, just through the course of the regular season with the, the taxi squad um, and the injuries that are going to happen in this, this, you know, this is going to be a grind, the 56 games in the, in the time frame. I think that we're going to, a lot of teams are going to utilize those taxi squads and utilize their, their lineup. So we'll get a look at everybody and, and, but we had to start somewhere and, um, you know, he's, he's done a good job. He's looked good. So that's it from day two at Caps Camp. Hope you enjoy all the content here on the YouTube channel. Again, please go subscribe to the Capitol Building YouTube channel and also download, subscribe, subscribe, write a rating, uh, leave a rating, write a review. It's very wordy here. Do all those things on the Capitol Building Podcast, part of Blue Wire Podcast. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Let's say that again. We'll talk again soon. Let's go, Caps.